So, there was these three guys who were involved in an automobile accident, and they got killed. So, as they were in heaven, they were waiting for their orientation into heaven. One of the angels came up to them and asked, hey, look, you know, as you lay there in your coffin and people were viewing you, what would you have liked for them to say about you? So the first guy said, well, look, you know, I want him to say, you know, what a tremendous family man he was and how that he was a good electrician and everything. And he never tried to beat people. He tried to give them the best deal possible, never and truly tried to take advantage over anybody. And he was very generous to his church, a really great man. So he just said, well, that's good, good, good. What about you? Second guy said, well, look, is they're viewing me, I would like for them to say, you know, what a loving husband he was and how much he cherished his three children. And as a teacher, you know, he always tried to do the best he could for his students. He tried to encourage them to do the, make the best of all the talents that God has given to you. Do the best you can in your life so that you can give glory and honor to our Lord and help one another out. And so the angel said, that's good, great. Asked the girl, well, what about you? So the third guy looked, thought for a minute, he said, mm, look, he's moving. <laughs> you didn't get it? <laughs> so, if that would be the case, that would truly be a miracle, wouldn't it? So that's what we're talking about today, the miracle, the miracle of name, where Jesus saw this woman on the side road crying because of the fact that her son had died. And Jesus, you know, our compassionate Jesus, who so loved the world, so loved everybody, he had pity on her, spared her, and rose her son from the dead. That's the type of Jesus that we adore. But you know, Oscar Wilde, the writer Oscar Wilde, he kind of tells a, a story, of, kind of extends his story a little bit. And he talks about what happened the following year when Jesus was coming down that road again. And the thing about it, he kind of tells an antithesis of this story. That being, so as Jesus was coming back again, he saw the lady. And he says, don't I know you? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that raised my son. I hate that you ever did that. So Jesus was taken back. He said, excuse me? He said, look, since you raised my son from the dead, he's got all this popularity. He's famous with everybody going around talking about, you know, what Jesus did for him, you know, giving all these great talks and everything like that, nothing about the miracles at all, but talking about, hey, look at me and everything. Got all these women just holding on to him, just loving him and everything, making, thinking some of that would rub off, and he's just relishing in it, hasn't paid any attention to me at all, just, just totally cast me aside. I wish I had never seen you. And Jesus was just totally taken aback. Now, the reason why Oscar Wilde told this story because his point was that God should never interfere with other people's business and neither should we. But the thing about Oscar Wilde, he was an embittered person. He was down on himself. He was getting ready to go to prison. He just didn't think anything was going right in his life. So he struck out at God like that. So with that being in mind, you would ask me, well, look, Deacon, why in the heck would you tell a story that's the totally antithesis of what we're talking about today? Because, brothers and sisters, we need to be reminded that every day in our lives, we don't have like many major miracles happening to us, but these, these little bitty miracles that happen to us in our lives. And when they happen, we say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, I just love you so much. 
Then we start to make our little promises. Lord, since you did this for me, you don't, you don't have to worry about me at all. I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm going to give more than a collection. I'm going to try to help, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But how many times do we follow through with these little miracles that happen to us all the time? You remember me telling you about the time I was when my brother was ill and I was going up to visit him. You know, Sandy had told me, she said, look, slow down some, slow down some. I said, look, I got this, I got this, I'm under control. And then she started seeing me weave a little bit. She said, you sleeping? I said, no, I'm, hey, look, I'm wide awake. You know how it is with us macho men and everything. And I'm going about 82, 83 miles an hour. And so then I slowed down a little bit. Next thing I know, I'm crashing into the side of one of those guardrails at 78 miles an hour. And just luckily... If I'd have gone another 20 feet, I would have been past that guardrail into the median over into the next lane of traffic. Obviously, when that happened, I'm sweating, had to go use the bathroom, saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, you didn't get up, but this was a miracle. And Sandy said, see, you've learned your lesson. I said, you doggone right. I'm never speeding like that. I'm going to stay awake all the time. Except when I went to see Sister Celine's graduation, coming back. I almost, you know, I mean, said, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I was so sleepy I could hardly keep my eyes up. Flying down, you know, you get ready, how it is with you. Trying to get home, flying down the expressway and everything. It's lucky something didn't happen. Then I thought to myself, boy, when the Lord gave me that little mindful miracle, I said to myself, Jesus, you know, hey, this is never going to happen again. I love you. Praise the Lord and thank you. But did I keep my little promise to the Lord? You see, that's what happens to us many times. When the Lord comes about and grants us these little miracles, we make these promises, and do we bother to keep them? You probably heard me tell about another instance. I had this, this one Latino teacher that came, one of these young know-it-all teachers and everything. Her and I clashed at every moment. And it just so happens that as a dean of students, we had a gang problem. At that time, the, the Hispanic gangs were kind of rising up. So I was suspending a lot of Latino kids. So what she did was she had a board meeting to get a whole bunch of Latino parents against me and everything. So we were going to have this big board meeting. I went to the board meeting, which is generally in a little room. They moved the board meeting to the little theater because there's about two or 300 people there. I said to myself, oh, Lord, I'm out of here. I know they're going to fire me because all these folks are going to talk against me. So at the public portion, portion of the board meeting, about the first two or three people, they blistered me, talked about me like I was a natural dog. But... The next several people, I mean about 15, 20, 30 people came up and said, you know, what a good job I had done, that I cared about the kids, et cetera, et cetera. And so after that was over, I considered that that was a miracle. My goodness, Lord, thank you, Jesus, you came through me. It's a miracle. All those folks out there, it's a miracle that I was able to keep my job. But if you remember me telling me, and then I thought to myself, but I'm going to get that girl. I'm going to get her for what she did to me. Her butt is mine. You know, not back like, da 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 da, you know, that Michael Jackson, no, you know, hey, I was going to get her. So I just happened to tell one of my buddies how I was plotting against her. I told him exactly what I was going to do to her. And he said to me, Oh, you going to do that to her, Deacon? It was like I got hit upside the head. And I thought to myself, all these little miracles, this little miracle that the Jesus had performed for me that he enabled these people to come and speak up in my half. And I'm talking about, thank you, Jesus, you know, I appreciate it. And how do I show my appreciation to the Lord for this little miracle that he performed? Turn around and it's going to get, some, get somebody else, take advantage of them, try to get them fired. How often do we fall into these traps? When these little miracles come about, 
You know, the devil is always telling us, hey, you know what? Hey, that's just luck. But the gospel tells us that's love. That's what it's all about. So what I would like for us to do for a couple seconds, just stop and think and reflect upon. All of us, we've had these little miracles come in our lives. Just stop and think for a couple seconds. Any type of miracle that's coming to your lives, you know, something that, you know, you thought the world was caving in on you, but the Lord brought you through. The Lord, with his love, his charity, and his love for you, he brought you through. I would like for all of us, just stop and think about the times that we've encountered that. Let's take a couple seconds just to reflect upon that. Now, brothers and sisters, how do we respond? We respond with compassion and love to service to one another. That's how do we respond to these little miracles. We don't become like the antithesis that Oscar Wilde was talking about. We respond to each other with the love. The love when we think about what our Lord Jesus Christ did for us when he died on that cross. We respond to the love that God has given to us, to the little miracles he's performed in our lives by the people like the folks here in our church, like the Normans, the Freddies, the Pauls, the Pats, the Beverlys, the Vicks, the Sandys, the Bills, the Sergios, the Toms, the Bettys, the Roses, the Catherines, the Bobbies, the Annas, the Jesuses, the Georges, the Alicias, the Steves, the Angies, the Joes, the Harveys, the Pedros, the Marias, the Johns, the Eddies, the Ronnies, the Lindas, the Anitas, the, the Lorries, the Mikes, the Charlenes, the Jose's, the Cecilias, the Irmers, the Tinas, the Veronicas, and so many countless other people that it's, that it's impossible for, for me to name. Also because I'm old and I can't remember everything. <laughs> but think about all these things, all these people. And a lot of these people I'm talking about are you that have come back and appreciated what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. Appreciate all the living miracles that he's performed in our lives. Why? Because he so loved us. When we hurt, Jesus hurts, and we have to always remind, us, remind ourselves of that. And I'd like to conclude one of the ways we can really show our appreciation for all the miracles that the Lord has performed in our lives. Remember when Father Robbie was here at one of his homilies? He said that we all of us, as Christians, as lovers of the Lord, we need to put our arms around the 1072. And what was the 1072? to live the commandments, to live those Ten Commandments, embrace the seven sacraments, and what is the two? Love God and love one another. That's how we show our appreciation for all the great things that our Lord has done for us and all the little miracles he's performed in our lives. Amen. <laughs>